Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina, and today we want to talk about confidence to rest. Now, I notice today in the time and the season we're living in, there's so many people stressed out. There's so many people living in fear and anxiety and all kinds of things, and is, is the world ever going to be normal again? Are we ever going to go back to uh, the way things were? And I think the answer to that is no. I think we're never going to go back because I think life, and as we know it, has drastically been changed. But I, but I think this season and time of our life is an opportunity to allow the Holy Spirit to bring us a peace and a rest in the middle of a crisis, in the middle of tribulation, as we want to call it, in the middle of animosity and, and a darkness in the world that the world has never known. So I, I just sense the, the revelation of who we are and what we're about. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 and 36 says, Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Now, unbelief Unbelief is what keeps us out of rest. Now, in the Old Covenant, according to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 11, let us therefore labor to enter into that rest. Let at least any man fall after the same example of unbelief. When you believe, the evidence is rest. Stress is unbelief. The word fixes unbelief. So faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word in Romans 10 and 17. So I want you to, I want you to notice something here. As, as we're trying, he said if you're going to labor after anything, if you have a fear of anything, let it be that you enter into this place of rest. Now I want you to ask yourself a question, and this is not to condemn anybody because Romans 8 and 1 says there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. But are you in that place of absolute rest? Now, I do not believe that very few people in the world are at that place of absolutely rest right now in, a, in the world. In America, in North Carolina, in Goldsboro, in other countries, I don't believe there's people that have an absolute place of rest in their life. But I believe that it is a time that you and I have the opportunity to believe the Word of God and trust the Word of God. And I think God can give us a peace that passes all understanding. As some of you know, I, I went through a very uh, difficult time back in the end of May and the 1st of June. And I was in the hospital for 10 days and went through open heart surgery and had bypass surgery and, and went through a very difficult time in my life. That was a, that was a time of, of going through some real dealing with <clears throat> internal things, dealing with my mind, dealing with, with fear, being in the hospital. My family couldn't come. Nobody could be around me. Uh, it was just a very difficult time. But, but I sensed something during that time. I sensed a peace that passeth all understanding, a peace that I had never experienced before in my relationship with the Lord. And, and during that time, I began to sense the compassion and the love of God. And I begin to I begin to come across First John chapter four verse ten, which God had been speaking to me for several months. And as I begin to express that place and that season and that time of my life, I begin to see that there was a peace that, that had passed all understanding. That it was, you know, it's not according to First John four and ten. It's not that you love me but that I love you and became a, a perpetuation for your sins. And what I began to experience, I began to go through the book of John and do a little word study, and I began to see that six times in the book of John, Jesus said, the Father loves me. 
But he only said one time that he loved the Father. And so I begin to think about this, and I begin to think about what was beginning to happen. In the Old Covenant, it was about us loving God. Love the Lord all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And that scripture is in the New Testament, and that scripture has brought a lot of confusion to people because people are trying to do it. He was talking to an attorney, a lawyer, in the Old Covenant at that time, and, and the lawyer was saying, what's the greatest of all the Old Testament commandments? What's the greatest of all the commandments? And all Jesus was doing was answering his question. He wasn't saying that's what you need to be living by today because I had a frustration with that scripture because I couldn't understand if I love the Lord all my heart and all my soul and all my might, then how am I going to love my children? How am I going to love my wife? And how am I going to love people? And so God began to reveal to me that it was not about me loving him at all that the way that I loved him is when I discovered how much he loved me. And it's not, and what it says is that on down in, in 1 John chapter 4 verse, I believe it's about 19 or 29, somewhere in there. It says that, you know, I can love him because he loved me first. And once I understood that it was about him loving me, then I could understand how I could love other people. But until I discovered how much he loved me, I could never love people. And love is not a feeling that you have. It's a decision that you make. And as you begin to discover how much you love God and how much He loves you and how much He's concerned about you and how much He's impressed with you and how much He wants to be around you, that He's not angry with you when you miss it. And He he, he looks down and He sees you in Christ all the time. He doesn't see all your struggles, all your heartaches, all your pains. He doesn't see all your distresses. He sees you exactly the way he sees his son Jesus. And that's what the beauty of grace is. That is a confidence in to be able to rest in the finished work of Christ.